Okay, for anyone not in Lansing, Michigan this week, our little town is in the throes of the legislature's lame duck session. Mines are being lost, chants are being chanted. There are large ducks, both inflatable and with actual people inside of them showing up, holding signs and wearing name tags. It's pretty off the hook. So trying to find a good time to get our podcast out this week has been a bit of a challenge. Um, it's also been a bit hard to figure out who we might have on as a guest to help us make sense of all of it. So our first 93 invited guests declined. So Chris Harkins is with us today. He's a legislative guy and he knows stuff. Um, it's the Chris Harkins lame duck and the golden turkey winners. That's either a really bad band or the poultry episode of the cold oatmeal podcast. Are we recording a new intro this season? Why? I'm just wondering. Are you saying that you've had enough of Sarah Humphrey? No, 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 no. I, mean, I, I love would Sarah. like to be a part of the intro. I think that right. would be nice. Well, why don't we work that little line in? That was good. Yeah. I'll, I'll find a spot for it. Welcome to Cold Oatmeal, a podcast by the Rush Strategies team about PR and public affairs. Really? I was distracted staring at Joe's Cold Oatmeal. Yeah, well, it's here. He's got it on his It's, on his it's always here. It's always here. And by the way, the, the, the ratio of like, fruit to disgusting, like 1 to 10, it's got some disgusting stuff in some fruit. There's nothing disgusting. One part fruit. What's, what, what in there is disgusting? I don't even know what's in it, but it, it looks like cucumber mash and maybe a couple of chopped apples. Did you have Burger King for breakfast? What was your... <laughs> So welcome back. Uh, you are listening to the Cold Oatmeal Podcast. Uh, my name is Matt Resch of Resch Strategies, and we are a public affairs and public relations firm here in Lansing, Michigan. Um, you can find us at reststrategies.com. We are also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Resh Strategies. I have to say that our Twitter followers have exploded in, in the wake of the Golden Turkey Award nominations last year. The votes came in, and we are being followed by dozens more people. Now. I was shocked. I, I really was, thought it was going to be like under 10 votes. You, th you thought it was going to be lame. But no, we got yeah. we got lots of votes and lots of new followers. So, Chris, our guest today, this the, the reach of this episode is we're ch un un uncharted territory here That's as far impressive. as what... what I mean, might. I unfollowed, so I don't know. If well, that balanced out. <laughs> and a special hello to everybody from The Intercept who's listening today. Yes, we did. We, <laughs> we found about that. So, so, yeah. So, Twitter, we're huge on Twitter now. Um you can also find our podcast uh, on our website, reststrategies.com, on iTunes also, and a number of the other podcast platforms that are out there. So, like I said, it is lame duck week, so our good friend Stephanie Vancouvering is actually working at the moment, not with us today. That's weird. Jeez. So I don't know how for her. she's doing that, but um, go around <laughs> the rest of the, the room here of those who aren't working, and we can introduce ourselves. Joe Beshi. Nikki O'Meara. And Nick DeLue. Nikki, do you have a Stephanie Vancouvering impersonation that you can do in her absence? No. <laughs> <laughs> Off mic. You should work on that. You should work on that. Why don't uh, work just on it. it. Just try it. We have no. a professional <laughs> voice actor here. A pretend professional Pre voice pretend actor. Pretend professional, right. And uh, lastly, I guess I need to thank uh, Brian Western and Pete Mowry, our musical partners who often have helped us with music. Uh, for the podcast. So today, as I mentioned in our introduction, uh, joining us is uh, Chris Harkins. He's a little bit more than just a legislative guy, but he does know stuff. Um, he is currently the Senior Policy Advisor for Government Relations for Jackson National Life Insurance Company. 
Uh, before that, uh, and before his budding career as the voice of God on low rent podcasts, Chris was a budget guy, um, the state budget, uh, working in the state budget office for Governor Snyder, and before that, leading the state budget policy efforts in the legislature. So in keeping with the poultry theme, uh, we have asked Chris about uh, his favorite lame duck memories, and of course, um, we're going to revisit the golden turkeys from our episode last time with Shana, Jonathan, and Zach. Did you listen to that episode? I did listen to that episode. Your thoughts? I listened to all of your episodes, really? man. Yeah. I Thank mean, you. When you I, and my dad. That's when great. I think about it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking no, of my dad, I, before we get in, I did want to share a couple things, because our first, our first staff meeting back after the Thanksgiving break, a number of us came back with podcast anecdotes um, from conversations had over the Thanksgiving dinner, um, and I wanted to give everyone a chance. Nikki... We, we, I discovered before we started, Nikki actually hasn't told any of her family members <laughs> that she's on a podcast, so she doesn't have a story to share. Yeah. <clears throat> Stephanie had a funny story to share, oh, but she's not here. Um, but Joe, why don't you s- kick off with, with your, your story? Yeah, Nikki won't like this one. but That's um, why I asked you to post it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. um, so a couple weeks ago, I think this was kind of the, the setup for it. It was before Thanksgiving, and I was at my parents' house. And my mom, who is a regular listener, kind of just mentioned, and it was right after uh, the uh, Dwayne Gill one came out, which I thought was a fun one where we all had a good time. My mom commented, it was like, I think Matt just didn't sound like himself on that one. There was something, <coughs> something in his voice. He just didn't, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but he just didn't sound, he didn't sound like Matt. And that was kind of it. I'm like, oh, well, I don't know. And then cut to Thanksgiving, I come home and we're in the kitchen standing around. She's like, I was thinking about that podcast with Dwayne, and I realized that was the day that Nikki messed up the Dropbox, and Matt was, oh he my was gosh. probably just, I don't know, that was, I think that's what did it. I'm like, you know, I'm going to share that with Matt. That's How keyed in your mom Your mother is, is so perceptive. So what's yeah, happening it's all my yeah. fault. I was so off my game for that, just because... 15,000 files. <laughs> Matt does have it a few more tells, than that, though. Mrs. Beshi was right. You do have tells. Oh, I know I do. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Stephanie oh. has already te- teased me about that. Right. So. What about you? You had you had a conversation, didn't you? Yeah, well, I so I, I, I asked because, you know, I, at the beginning of this season, um, one of my good friends was on um, Congo Kong from Impact Wrestling. And uh, so I, I happened to ask my mom just before Thanksgiving what she thought of hearing big Steve on the, on the podcast. And she, she sort of looked at me and she had this look of uh, sort of fear and trepidation. And she said, Oh, I didn't really remember you guys had a podcast. So (laughs) I said, you didn't remember I had a podcast. And so she's, I will listen to it right now. So (laughs) so she pulls up everything and she pulled out her iPad and put in her earbuds and pulled up, uh, pulled up the podcast and listen to it while uh, while me and my dad and all my brothers and sisters we were and the kids we were all hanging out we were watching a football game or something and and uh, she you know 25 minutes later she takes her her earbuds out and, and she goes well honey I thought that was a very nice podcast <laughs> 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 thanks mom oh your mom's That's, so sweet <laughs> I appreciate that well, I, I'd, I'd say hi to her right now but she's not listening hi so. <laughs> Mrs. Delu um, so piggybacking on the the cuteness of your family and that story so. A couple of things that I, I will share. Um, first of all, our last episode came out, I think it was 10.30 on Thursday, to Wednesday morning before Thanksgiving. Um, I landed with my family in Minneapolis where my, my parents live 
um, about two hours after that went out, and my mother and father had both already listened. So you should know they are wow. they are they're avid avid listeners. Um, my dad at one point during the weekend, uh, I think he and I had were alone in the kitchen or hanging out some points, and he just kind of looked at me and said, "That Nick Delu, I want to meet him. He sounds like such a nice guy." Uh, Mr. Rush. I, oh I, man! It, it would be an honor and a privilege about the rest. Of no, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> nor should he. <laughs> I, I mean, said, Nick is the nicest among us. Well, yeah, I said, for right, sure. Dad, you should, you should meet Nick. He is. Yeah. Nice I would be delighted to meet your dad. I, I, I've heard Mr. Rush. Hello, I, I've heard so much about you, and uh, you've raised a fine son. But I, uh, I'd love to meet. You. I'd love to meet your dad. That'd be great. Some of the highlights of this entire effort has been my dad's texts that I get on usually it's the day the podcast comes out and he is very very succinct in the texting it's usually two to three words he encapsulates always a positive um always a positive you know good good episode I want to I want to turn those into like a stamp of approval thing that we can post on something like it's usually like interesting conversation great guest yeah it's it's always it's always one sentence. Could could we have him on sometime, even if it's remotely, to talk church music and theology? I think we would probably break all listener records if we did that. I, I, I would enjoy that very much. I, maybe no one else would listen. I don't know. My mom would probably listen to that one if it was about church music and theology. We should have Cooper interview him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be fascinating. Mm-hmm. Hashtag endorsed. Fun, yeah. so. The other story is that, so I, I shared the Thanksgiving um, my mother did correct me. One thing I got wrong. Um, I was not in college when we remodeled the kitchen and they bought the oven that was too small to fit the turkey in. Um, it was actually um, right after I got married, I think. or the, the remodel was right before I got married. The kitchen, Thanksgiving was right after we got married was when the, the oven was too small. And they, my parents were both a little miffed that I, the way I told the story, I was like, you made, us, you made us sound like we really didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> And I recounted the story, and I said, well, is there anything in there that I got wrong? Well, no, but you made it sound like we don't really know what we were doing. So, so is this an official like retraction or correction? No, it sounds like you're doubling down. No, yeah. I'm going down. They're probably going to be really ticked. (laughs) (laughs) It was as bad as I said it was. Yeah. I, was I remember, but it, it exactly did lead. Correctly. It led to many more conversations about the oven and other other things. My mom actually said, "You know, that's the only one you came up with." We have, we've had a, a crisis every Thanksgiving, from clogged dish, clogged garbage disposals to broken dishwashers to broken ovens. It's it's when it happens. Good. We had a toilet once when I was a kid. Just one? You had a toilet <laughs> once? Well, we had. Well, we always had. Was, a it, in, was it inside? <laughs> we had a toilet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Once, <laughs> one Thanksgiving, we were lucky. It didn't work out for us. We got rid of that we thing. We got rid of that toilet immediately. <laughs> we had a toilet break when everyone was on their way over to Thanksgiving, which was um, not the best timing. But no, you, you make do. Whose fault was it? You make. It was not my fault. <laughs> I, was, I was small. Um, I, I, I can't assign blame to that one. But tree in the backyard, folks. There's a tree in the backyard. <laughs> the other thing I did mention our our explosion of Twitter followers. Uh, one of them, uh, we did we did get some trolls. We have our first official Twitter trolls, and I think they are staff at the Intercept, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, that was kind of funny. We were starting to get we started to get insults from people from around the country about our our two bit no listener podcast. We haven't made it until pontificating. Yeah, they were really more attacking Shana and Zach and Jonathan. But yeah, whatever. It's all good. <laughs> 
So, Chris, should we talk about the stuff that you've Yeah, you got we here? can talk about whatever you want to talk so about. So, you, you were in the legislature for a long time. Yeah. And it he, started uh, when I had hair, and I don't have hair anymore. So, wow. I, I, I don't. You're I also don't ridiculous. You're also ridiculously young, though, for what you've accomplished. You're only. Aren't yeah, you like 26? I I, yes. <laughs> yes. I'm 26. I'm 26, and I've been around for 15 some odd years. It's, it's good. I'm like. Uh, Jack Benny, right? I'm always 39. I remember when I met you, I didn't believe you that you were the age that you said that you were because I thought, well, that seems young. But well, it just it was. I think I was like 24. Right. <laughs> so it is young. But Maybe I'm Well, no, I started, I started right out of college. So it was, I was 22 and didn't know much about nothing. But, uh, you know, it's worked out pretty well. It's been a good career. Do you have a lame duck, a favorite lame duck? story memory uh, I, I don't know that i i don't know that anyone has a favorite lame duck but um well actually what my one of my favorite lame ducks so this is uh my 10th wedding anniversary this year which is wonderful uh, thank you i'm married to a saint and uh she she must be a little crazy because she's married to me but um we were gone for a lame duck uh, because we got married um, one of those years. So that was the best and, lame duck. And uh, Yeah, that was the best lame duck, in particular because when we got home, um, there had been a significant snowstorm, um, which we didn't face when we were sitting on the beach in Mexico. And we, when we got back, I turned on my phone because this was at a time when you know, you didn't pay for international rates. So we turn on the phone, and it just blows up with everybody from the office. Like, you... <laughs> Son of a missed the worst snow and the you know. So that was that was my favorite lame duck was the one I didn't participate in. Um Well for a budget guy, that's not really your that's not really your your game time. I mean it, your your time is the end of the budget cycle. I mean it, yeah, it's supposed to be you right? sit around like and make it, fun it, of all your the colleagues who actually have like bill policy bills they're trying to get done as no, the policy you know, uh, supplemental going through. Well that was it, is usually there's there's still some sort of supplemental or a last minute spending question or something that somebody wants to spend some money so it you get sucked in and that's i guess that's ultimately the beauty of the budget is you're you're always you're always involved um some people probably don't see it that way but i like i like to think of it like (laughs) that um but but it does you're right i think most folks there's there's less budget focus on the at the end of the year than than say june now or or October slash September for a while. What's better when you're doing it for the governor's office or when you're in the legislature? Um, I guess when 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 I was in the budget office, there's a bit of an arm's length, right? So you're we're working with the legislature and trying to get stuff done, but you're not, um, you know, trapped on the House or Senate floor for hours at a time or something. So there's a little more freedom from the executive office side but um you know there's there's a there's fun in lame duck uh, oddly there's a lot of processed meats and cheeses which um explains why i'm as not skinny as i was when you and i met but it's yes. <laughs> um, it really is the recipe for bad dieting because you've got oh it's, yeah, it's terrible like, hey 75 pizzas at ten forty-five at night yeah oh yeah uh, the, the decision making when it comes to food during lame duck is 
just phenomenal. It's mm-hmm. it's why you know I did. I just ate a bunch of Yaya's chicken, and uh, I could cram some pizza on top of that, and I'll take a coffee and an apple because right. the apple <laughs> counterbalances everything else. And I, I feel like you guys are describing Thursday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I, I told some folks not too long ago that that the beauty of lame duck is that it allows me to eat garbage food and then pretend like I don't eat garbage food the rest of the time. <laughs> right. I I eat garbage food all the time. Yeah. It's it's my shtick. So my least favorite thing, and I, I cannot believe there are people who like this, but the go, the, the farewell speeches from legislators, I hate those. You don't like those? Oh, I hate those. Mm. I mean, it made it maybe it made sense when they had been here for more than three s- months, six years. Yeah. But those speeches are are really hard to take sometimes. Some of them, some of them proved to be rather interesting. <laughs> um, I think we've had a few where um, members had had won like a special election in November and then lost the next election. So they were there for like a month and a half and still gave a farewell speech, which is, um, you know, kind of an interesting place <laughs> to be, uh, to, to have two months at, at work and, and leave like that. But, you know, it, it's something everyone has g- is given the opportunity to do. Um, yeah. Some of the best headlines from this lame duck period have come from those farewell speeches. Though. Really? Yeah, absolutely. You've got one lawmaker comparing himself to Mother Teresa. You've got another lawmaker laughing at him over it and then apologizing, but not really apologizing. I don't know. Maybe I'm following Twitter too closely, but those things seem to have been a little more fun than a lot of the legislative action that's happened. And there's always the moment, because it always coincides with Christmas, that throughout all the acrimony and and fighting and, and, and talking point, throwing back and forth at each other, Someone sits down at the piano in the Capitol Rotunda, and they all start singing Christmas carols together. Does, just y- does the Senate Majority Leader get to do that when he's Senate Majority Leader? Or is, is that now b- beneath the dignity of the office? I don't know. It's, I think it's pretty much whoever can play the piano. Yeah, I think it's whoever shows up first. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at some point, the piano magically appears in the rotunda. Someone and roll in the piano. People, we need people to sing. Yeah, I, I don't. I think it's just whoever gets there first. It's been a, a shirky shtick for a while. It'd be interesting if if you had that piano out there all year long to see like what other songs get played. You know, like June could be like polka time or something. <laughs> right. Be like Detroit Metro Airport with the with the piano there in the yeah, lobby nice. that people you can play. get a fountain in the middle of the yeah i think yeah. you're onto something i like this i like this idea we're gonna remodel into the airport <laughs> <laughs> so i i mentioned that we had the golden turkeys you did yes now we a, a little bit of background for people who maybe didn't listen to the last episode shame i know um so we had on on our last podcast before thanksgiving we had shana roth um, a reporter friend from Michigan Public Radio. Uh, we had Alec Baldwin uh, from Gongwer, a.k.a. Zach Gorchow. <laughs> he is a, a multiple repeat guest on the podcast, um, has his own chair dressing room at this point. Is that what that is? Yes, oh, that I is what that is. I thought I found the bathroom, but it didn't. <laughs> it's, it makes more sense now. Sorry, Zach. Sorry, Zach. <laughs> I, I apologize. Um, and then Jonathan Oosting, who uh, made his... Uh, his maiden voyage on the podcast uh, in, in quite successful fashion. He, 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 good, he, he was he good. Had a he was good rookie good. season. Yeah. Um, so he, he they were, we were on, we had them on together. We asked them some questions about the campaign, get their, get their take on, on things. Uh, we dubbed these the golden Turkey awards. 
Although the other day when Joe and I were talking about them, I kind of subconsciously, unconsciously just morphed into calling them the cold turkey awards. I like the cold turkey. Which I think is probably <laughs> more appropriate. That's pretty good. That makes sense. Because when this is all over, we'll probably just give it up. Yeah. Cold no. turkey. Mm-hmm. No. So if I slip and call them the cold the turkeys cold at some point yeah, as we do this, then that's like why. That. Um, but So we, we asked them the questions. We put the nominations out there on Twitter. I mentioned that. Uh, we, the six questions, we had people vote. And I, I have to say, I'm pleasantly surprised. I think some of our votes were driven by trolls at the Intercept, and I think once we got the national publicity for, for our questions, we got some more votes. But we we topped into the triple digits of votes, and I honestly, Crazy. I can honestly say, I thought that we, well, I knew Stephanie wouldn't vote because she doesn't listen to what we're doing. <laughs> I thought that maybe we could get we could top out at ten votes. So the fact that we got 180, yeah, 60 no, I was, votes I was on some the world? entire time I was planning to just swing it the way i wanted to with Catherine and bobby just okay this is how we're gonna <laughs> like, we're gonna pick the winner <laughs> the three of us he's gonna be so happy that you said his name for the first time in the history of this oh, podcast that's the cut that's cousin steve I'll, I'll even, fail it's cousin steve Damn it. <laughs> we will fix this in post <laughs> So <laughs> he sent me a card the other day <laughs> to congratulate me for something, and he signed it the whale. And he sent me a Christmas card with a sign of yeah. the whale. That was it's, great. Yeah, it's, a, it's on the car, right? Like, it is on the uh-huh. car. Uh, yeah. The pink one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really owning up to that one. <laughs> yeah. So we've got the votes. Um, we're going to announce these. Uh, these are the golden turkeys. And, you know, as people might remember on another episode, Chris has been on with us before. He came on when Megan Holland yeah. was our guest, and we played Topic Twister. We did. It was the, a great episode. The last time that we did some sort of game theme, um, so that maybe the other theme is when we play games, we have to have Chris on. That's a good. It's a good call to come. Um, Nikki is, does not have the Twister wheel for for this episode. Unfortunately, I don't know. But we could probably incorporate that. Sure. But are you ready to help us out? We're going to announce I'd the winners of the Golden out. Turkeys. Yeah, that would be that'd be a blast. You good? They okay. Be cold slash Golden Turkeys. Mm. Okay. Here we All go. Right, let's do it. The ballots have been cast, and then the more important ballots were cast. That's right, it's that time of year, a time to reflect, a time to celebrate, a time to ridicule. 2018's campaign season may now be just a memory, but Lansing's very best political journalists have weighed in to make sure it's a haunting one. Before the Thanksgiving holiday and traveling from blocks away by foot, or possibly scooter, They came burdened with a memory of 18 months worth of coverage. They unpacked it, highlighted, and championed the best, the worst, the poignant, the unforgettable good and bad of an election cycle we refuse to let die. Gold medals are won with low times, high marks, and big plays by those who perform best on the biggest stage. But this isn't the Olympics, and I'm not Bob Costas. Gold turkeys are won with wit, sarcasm, and I think mostly Russian Twitter bots. This is the Golden Turkeys, and I'm Chris Harkins, master of ceremonies for the recently created fake award show people didn't really ask for. And so here we are, live as of several days ago. 
possibly weeks even. I'm not sure. But from 2030 North Studios at Washington and Ionia in Lansing, Michigan, the Cold Oatmeal Podcast invites you to the first and possibly last annual Golden Turkey Awards. Thank you so much. You Boy, you joke? can read. Yeah, I wrote that. I, wrote I can't, that. apparently. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I did steal part of it from a Bob Costas Olympics. It's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> the, yeah. the high marks, low. I love it. Low scores, high marks thing was. I felt like jumping in when he said he wasn't Bob Costas and saying, and nor is he Bob Olson. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> You're damn right I'm not. <laughs> Bob Olson wouldn't stoop this low. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Okay. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> That'll match that Excellent. music. It will be good. Like, yeah, <laughs> it will that, be very that's good. What you're, that's what you're looking for. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it is the golden, the cold turkey awards. Cold turkeys. Cold turkeys. Here we go. Um, so, like I said before uh, the introduction, three journalists, distinguished journalists, joined us. Jonathan Oosting, Shana Roth, and Zach Gorchow. Uh, we gave them six categories. I'm going to try to drag this out for dram- dramatic. Well, yeah, efforts. I mean, no one knows who positive. won. No one knows who won. I mean, just anyone who looked at Twitter. <laughs> um, well, let's get underway. The first Golden Turkey Award nominees. The question was the most important underreported story of the campaign. So, three nominations. Zach's nomination, I believe, was his annoyance at the candidates just not answering anyone's questions. Uh, Shana's nomination, Brian Kelly's beard, and uh, Jonathan Oosting from the Detroit News. His nomination for the most important underreported story of the campaign was the spending decisions of the candidates, most particular Bill Schuette, um and spending in the primary and the general election. So 144 votes were cast. Wow. Can you believe that? That's almost 145. That is. It would have been, and my dad wanted to vote until he realized it was on Twitter, which he's not on. So <laughs> there's no way around so there's that. There's no, <laughs> no way to do that. Um, Can't any you thoughts? Sign him up? Can you sign him up for Twitter? I tried. I, like, feel like you should. I felt like I was padding the ballot box if I was signing people up to be on Twitter. But eh, whatever. Anyway, any thoughts on the nominees before we hear the winner? Oh, I forgot. Mm-hmm. Stephanie's with us. In the, in, in the four minutes of that introduction, uh, Stephanie stuck in. She's with us. She's back from Hi. her work. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and the winner of the Golden Turkey Award for the most important underreported story of the campaign is Brian Kelly's beard, as nominated by Shana Roth. I think right. that was yes. That was. I think that was going to be that, that was, the, was the clear favorite. Yeah, that, that was, was that was made for Twitter. And yes. it was a landslide. I think I'm flipping through here the the tallies. I don't think I would be revealing any secrets to say that Brian Kelly's beard got more votes by percentage than any other nominee of the entire <coughs> Golden Turkeys. Fifty-eight percent of those wow. 144 that's people. That's wow. So who, who's the real well, you know, winner? Actually, Shane Roth or Brian Kelly? Kelly. 
we should we should t- ask him. Brian Kelly also voted, yeah. I think. So I'm curious if he voted for his own beard. Obviously, we'll find out. I'm sure he had to. Right? Yeah. Okay. Should we go on next one? Yeah, next one. So the way we're going to do this. So Shana has one point because she's got Shana one turkey. Is now, it's now one turkey to, to none. Because the there is the golden turkey for the golden turkeys, which which is the golden turkey, the, the golden the, turkey, the goldenest of golden turkeys. Yes, the, yes, and the winner of the most golden turkeys. Gets Are we just that. buying them deli meat now that this is cold turkeys? <laughs> we just get them up. <laughs> just a frozen turkey. <laughs> they're they're reported. They can't accept gifts, so we we probably shouldn't. We can't. That's we right. Anyway. Second category, uh, the golden turkey nominees for the least important overreported story of the campaign. This is the category that that um, earned us our first troll on on the on the Twitter account. So, Zach, his um, his nomination for the least important overreported story of the campaign was the polls. And if you recall, I think he went on a thirty-eight minute rampage about <laughs> pollsters and polling mm-hmm. and the reporters who use them. Uh, the second nominee from Shana was the Blue Wave um, that may or may not have materialized. And Jonathan's nomination, which was new to me because it's not a, a publication I frequent, anything that was reported in at The Intercept. Um, <laughs> have you, had you read that before? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nick Wood. <laughs> Nick Wood. <laughs> Sorry, I probably shouldn't admit that since they've started trolling us. But yeah, I, yeah. The second Jonathan mentioned that, I'm like, oh boy, people are gonna <laughs> find us. And so I think it was the night I'm trying. To, it, I was at my parents for Thanksgiving, and I I was getting my, my phone was lighting up that weekend because people were following us on Twitter. They were voting, and so I look and I I get followed by this this guy, and he there's this comment this comment on the that poll, and they, he was ripping on the reporters, like, well, you know, if you guys would have. If you guys would have followed this the right way, then we wouldn't have had to report it. And I'm like, who is this guy? And so there was a blue check mark next to his name, so he must be important. So I click on it, and he was, I think, the political editor for The Intercept. By the way, there, there is nothing that statewide reporters love more than being lectured on how to cover statewide issues by <laughs> national publications. Yeah. So there we have it. And the winner of the Golden Turkey Award for least important overreported story of the campaign is Anything in the Intercept, nominated by Jonathan Oosting. A close second mm. to Brian Kelly's beard in the highest percentage. Really? Oh, wow. And actually, that, I'm, I'm guessing that is the highest vote because, because the folks at the Intercept uh, retweeted it and yelled at it. <laughs> that was the highest voting. Vote I will say I'm, I was sad to see that uh, Zach did not get... A win on that one because I think the the Twitter poll was his polling industrial complex whatever he named right. it was you know forty five thousand characters so well I discovered kinda, I yeah. discovered on the morning that I put these polls on Twitter that was the first time I've really done that is that there's a very very strict limit on how long you can make each answer so I had very lengthy ways of describing each and then I realized oh I have to do that in thirty word, thirty characters yeah polling just doesn't have the same punch that oh, yeah. whatever he coined does. Anyway, they got fifty-seven percent of the vote, so they can relish they can they can relish that win through Jonathan. So, Shana won, Jonathan won. All right. Next category, the biggest scoop. Um, let's see. I think Zach Zach nominated uh, El Sayed's voting issues, his voter registration discrepancies uh, with living being a past resident of New York State, I believe. Um, Shana came strong 
with Shree's dogs. Um, and Jonathan came with the Virgin Islands and the the info drop at the was that the Michigan Press Association um, yep. forum where Brian Kelly's campaign dropped the the Virgin Island documents on Bill Shooty. So this was not close. This was not close. And the winner of the Golden Turkey Award for biggest scoop of the campaign is. Shree's Dogs, nominated by Shana Roth. Shana takes the lead. Halfway through the turkeys, okay. Shana up two to one. Two to one. Zach needs to get in here. I mean, this is this is he's running away from him. It'll be sad. Three if questions left. He's coming. He's coming. Okay, let's go, Zach. Come on. Uh, the fourth nomination, fourth award nominees are uh, the award, the shrewdest move. This one was a hard one to <laughs> to condense into the 30 characters I was allowed. Um, this was a Shana. I think Shana nominated Beth Clement. Yep. And uh, her ruling from the bench of the Michigan Supreme Court on the uh, redistricting proposal. Uh, Zach gave me a lengthy one, which was hard to encapsulate. But basically, the decision by Senate Democrats to run four women um, in the seats in Oakland County. Uh, I think they won all four of those those seats. And uh, Jonathan's nomination for the shrewdest move, uh, Gretchen Whitmer's Fix the Beep Roads. And the winner of the Golden Turkey Award for shrewdest decision. Yeah. This is why I'm a fake. <laughs> and the winner of the Golden Turkey Award for shrewdest decision is... Fix the Damn Roads, nominated by Jonathan Oosting. There you go. 49% of the vote. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. I think, I think Zach, didn't Zach predict that was going to... Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, that was... That was, that was I think that was Zach, Zach should get a golden turkey just for pr- cor- correctly predicting who was going yeah, to win he knew how it was all the play golden out. turkeys. Predicting against himself. Yeah, so on yeah. every mm-hmm. single one. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> so, so two to two? Two to two. To zero? Jonathan yes. two, Shana two, Zach zero. If Zach doesn't, if Zach gets two and it's two to two to two, we have I'm, to do it all over again. We do because yeah. that would be weak on our part. So <laughs> we have to. We we need to orchestrate it so that there's not a tie. Yes. Done. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll find out if there was a tie because <laughs> I don't think we know we yet. Don't know now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Done. Much I more anticipation with these last two. So will there be a three-way tie? Okay, we'll find out. The fifth category. The most creative way that a campaign pitched you to cover their stupid event. <laughs> uh, I like this one. Um, Shana nominated Arnold Schwarzenegger, the governor, who came in for that was that was the the redistricting proposal. Yep, yeah. or was that the voting? Yeah. <laughs> Either way, voters not politicians. He was mm-hmm. here. Um, second one, and this was I thought was hilarious for Zach because Zach is a, writes for a publication that has no visuals. It's just words on a screen. Very good words, but there are no pictures. Um, the promise of good visuals. Who amongst us? <laughs> the idea of saying, putting that in a release. Good visuals. <laughs> <laughs> I was, oh, my gosh. It's been done. I think wow. I've done it. I've done it. I was going to say, who amongst us hasn't put good visuals into a media advisory? I raised my I, hand. I have I described have. the visuals that will be there before, but I, I don't know that I've ever used the phrase good visuals. <laughs> I don't think I've used that phrase. I think I've done the same. Nice but, but, I, but I've had a who, what, when, where, visuals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with, with a list of the good visuals. So, yeah, I've done that. Sorry, Zach. 
Okay. Third nomination. This is Jonathan. This is in the same kind of genre of good visuals. Special announcement. Press release just says special announcement. I think I think this one's got to be Zach. It's got to be Zach. This was I think. Let me scroll through here, quick. I think this was the closest one. Yes, for a while I remember for Thanksgiving weekend this was there was a tie in this one, and actually it finished thirty eight percent to thirty five. So wow. this was this was a close one. It's down to the wire. This was the Tom. This was the Tom Leonard of the of the, the AG race of the the Golden Turkeys. And the winner of the Golden Turkey Award for the most creative effort made by a campaign to get you to cover their stupid event is the special announcement nominated by Jonathan Oosting. Oh, there goes man. the tie. There was, that, the was, tie. That, was Zach and was he the 35? Or was no. he in thir- no. he no. third? <laughs> <laughs> Distant third? Distant third. Oh. Wow. 38, 35, 27. Sorry, Zach. I thought, I thought he had that one in the bag. That's okay, rough. so three That's to rough. two. Three to two to zero. So three to, we might have a tie here. We might have to, I don't know, some sort of cage match. Oh. I don't, I don't know what, but three to three wouldn't I would, be I think I'd take Shana in a, in a cage match between Jonathan. I, we we yeah. could always do one tie-breaking question. Mm-hmm. And okay. save the blood. <laughs> there would be blood. Yeah. Well, yes, I know you guys You guys all know, but I don't know. So the suspense the is real. Right. We've Kill covered Stephanie. the fact that you don't ever listen to anything that we put out <laughs> <laughs> and didn't vote in, in the voting. So the last, the last nomination, the last category... Uh, for the 2018 Golden Turkey Awards. The category is the moment you wished you had picked another career. Now, I will admit, <laughs> <laughs> there was, I think, a clear runaway favorite. This, the, the nominations weren't, the votes weren't really even needed to be counted on this one because there was a, a clear winner. The other thing is that the other two nominations were, were so long that I could not figure out how to type them <laughs> in the 30 category <laughs> in the 30 characters but jonathan's nomination of getting a speeding ticket at 10 30 at night coming home from a kelly and conway rally on the final weekend of the election cycle um really could not be defeated it was too strong scared the competition away um it was not not even close so so do you want to read this one then no i i, I just did the setup <laughs> i did the setup you finish it up. And the, winner, it and the winner of the Golden Turkey Award for the moment you wish you'd chosen another career is getting a speeding ticket while leaving a Kellyanne Conway rally. Nominated by Jonathan Oosting. All right. Jonathan Yay. wins. Four Whoa. to two. You just stepped on it. You stepped on what? our announcement. This is oh. your idea, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean. I'll cut it out. I'll no. Go, I'm Mike. No, no, no. No, we'll no. Okay. no it's, been, it's been stepped on. Mr. Arkins, the, Bob. The golden Bastis. of Golden Turkey Awards goes to Jonathan Oosting for his deafening win over Zach Gortel. Well, I'd like to ta- thank Cold Oatmeal for the opportunity to come on here and uh, voice my nominations. I'd like to thank my fiance for taking the reins on more wedding planning than she anticipated because I was busy uh, covering elections and leaving events and things like that. I'd like to thank uh, all of the um, four or five uh, podcast listeners I've heard uh, listen <laughs> listen to this. Um, I'd name them each individually, but uh, I think I'm running out of time and uh, don't have a full list. Of them. Thank you. 
And uh, Shayna with a good a good run there though. And Zach, shut out. Yeah, but he knew it, right? He knew it. (laughs) He predicted appropriately. So that was fun. The first the first ever golden cold turkeys. Next time, I'd suggest five or seven questions. Yeah. Yes. Because we really <laughs> ran a risk. Nikki's, Nikki's down I that. agree. We, we dodged a bullet. Have, we we did. I got close. There. I was sweating profusely. <laughs> that's just because it's 100 degrees. In well, it's that. So it's a heavy jacket. So we will. <laughs> but, but a handsome one. Why, thank you. That's yes. <laughs> well, Mr. Harkins, I appreciate you stopping by. For oh, I'm this glad episode. to be here It's always, always fun to hang out. Thank you. I uh, hear the mellifluous tones coming from your mouth. Well, it's still no Bob Olson, but, you know, I'll take it. <laughs> Check is in the mail. Everyone tells me that. They never show you're not up. getting any checks, they never, though. Yeah, they never show up. So you have been listening. Maybe you're still listening. I don't know. You have been listening to the Cold Oatmeal Podcast. This is uh, your friends at the Rest Strategies team. Uh, thanks again to our guest, Chris Harkins. Congratulations to Jonathan Oosting, the 2018 Golden Turkey Award winner, and to Shana and Zach for their contributions Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you all next time. Well, this is a so unexpected and wonderful. I just want to thank uh, the Cold Oatmeal Podcast for giving me this opportunity to have a gold turkey that I plan to put somewhere very special in my home. I want to thank uh, my husband, Jonathan, and uh, all of the listeners of our beautiful pod, of this beautiful podcast. And uh, also want to thank my sister, who always used to make fun of me and really gave me a thick skin to go on to shows like this and really try my best. So thank you all. Well, I'd like to thank uh, Charles Gongwer, who in his <laughs> infinite, infinite wisdom founded the company in 1906 in Ohio, who would I'm sure he never thought an honor like this for the, the company and his name would ever occur. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, my wife, Jennifer, who um, had to listen to too many rants uh, to count during the election season. Uh, my daughter, Isabel, who was our secret data entry specialist at Gongwer. Uh, my daughter Mia, who uh, would uh, who wrote me a very nice note, uh, thanking me for hard work during the election when she wasn't making fun of me. Uh, and I'd like to thank the listeners. Uh, and I plan to be on next week, and the week after that, and the week after that. Uh,